Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with This Guy, episode 112. And this episode will teach you how to use the phrasal verb make out. We have so many ways we use make out. It's crazy. I never realized it until I started doing some research for this episode. Hey, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, could you do me a big favor and rate this five stars would be great on Apple Podcasts, but just rate it whatever you think is fair. It'll really help me out. It will really help others find this podcast and hopefully help them with their English. So I've been doing this podcast for about nine months now. Is it nine months? So, and I've met uh, so many awesome people. People have reached out um, on Facebook and on Instagram. And it's so great to get that message in my inbox and saying, hey, this podcast is really helping me learn English. I'm going to try to get a few episodes out this week. This one, obviously, on Makeout. And then a little later in the week... I would like to get one out about uh, the word curve. The word curve. We use it uh, a couple different ways, and that episode should be out maybe at the end of the week. And then yesterday, um, had a really good time doing a live lesson, a live stream. We went a little bit long, about an hour and a half. So if the files are over an hour, anchor makes me break them up. So maybe I will break it up into two episodes because it is it is a, a long one. I don't know. I guess they don't like long episodes. Today, my son has a hockey game and we are literally going to be driving five hours. It's about two and a half hours there two and a half hours back, so it's going to be a long day for us, but if you have some driving to do, maybe you are listening to a little English, and I really hope this is helping you. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you could leave a real quick rating on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hope you learn a little something from the lesson. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome back to another video. This is American English with this guy. I'm this guy, my name is Brent. I've been an English teacher in the United States for 20 years, and the goal of this channel is to help you improve your English. And the goal of this video is to help you understand the phrasal verb, make out. And I'm outside here today after a long day at school. 
I want to film this outside because I don't know how many more days this year I will be able to film outside. It's getting pretty cold out. And if you would like to stick around until the end of the video, I will talk a little bit about my first week back to school. But I know some people just tune in for the English learning and they don't really care about my personal life. So that's why I'll leave that story about school starting till the end. But of course, I'll still be teaching English as I tell that story. And the reason I'm making this video today is because after the last video I did about how we use make up in English, I received a comment from Anna and she had talked about a couple who were making up in the parking lot. Now, they could have been making up. And a lot of times after a couple makes up, they might start making out. So I thought that would be a great video to follow up with. Making up will then go to making out this video. So let's start with the most common way we use make out. And if you saw that thumbnail, that's a picture of Jamie, my wife, and I getting married uh, about 20 years ago or so. It's getting close to 20 years. And we are not making out, but making out does have something to do with kissing. In that picture, we are simply kissing. But when you make out, it's basically like you're kissing for a long period of time. Sometimes tongues might be involved. But it is a very involved process. Uh, when we kiss somebody quickly, we might say just a little peck, a little peck on the cheek. You might give your mom a little peck, you might give your dad a little peck. You certainly do not want to ever say, hey, I just made out with my mom or my dad. Making out with someone is reserved for boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands and wives. The next way we make out often has something to do with success or good news. So you might hear someone say, hey, how did you make out today at the doctor's? So they're wondering, did the appointment go okay? Did you get all good news? There isn't a new iPhone coming out this year, right? That's what I heard. Like they're skipping this year. Apple is not releasing any iPhones. But oftentimes when a new iPhone is released, people will line up outside of the store in hopes of getting an iPhone. But maybe they run out before you get to the counter to get your iPhone. Somebody might ask you when you come home, how did you make out at the store today? Meaning, were you able to get one? So make out often has to do with success. Maybe you had a job interview earlier that day and your friend might ask, how'd you make out at the job interview? Meaning, how did you do? Do you think it went well? Do you think you'll get the job? The next way we use make out is when you understand something and it might have something to do with your eyes or your hearing. So for your eyes, mm, I don't know if I should admit this, but well, maybe you can tell I'm getting older. And after I turned 40, my eyes didn't work as well as they did when they were, when I was in my 30s. So lately I've been wearing glasses and I have often said, oh, I can't make out what it says on the page. So if you can't see something, you can say, oh, I can't make it out. 
What does it say? The same goes for hearing. Maybe somebody leaves you a voice message, but the words are kind of jumbled. We use that term jumbled when it just doesn't sound quite right. Maybe there is some static on the other end. It's another term we use when there's interference on the phone. So maybe somebody gave you a message like, call me back at this number, but the number was all jumbled. You can say, oh, I couldn't make out what the voice message said. And the last one, this is becoming more rare, but do you guys remember? I mean, we have credit cards now, so, but at one time people used to write out checks. They used to write out checks and they would be cashed. We actually spelled check differently than how they spell it in England. And I'll, I'll write it up there for you. But if someone were to write out a check, you might also hear like, who do you want me to make this check out to? So sometimes we use make out for when you're writing a check. If you're older like me, you might remember writing out checks or making out checks, but nowadays it's becoming pretty rare. So if you tuned in only for the phrasal verb make out, those are the four ways we use it. I hope you learned a little something. I hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. Now, if you wanna hear about my first week at, back at school, I'll talk about that, slow English, using some terms that might help you the next time you try to speak English, or maybe if you read something, I'll use one of the terms that maybe you're not familiar with. So my first week back at school, I think any teacher you speak to will, and I know that some people watch um, this channel who are teachers, Ivana in Poland, I know you're a teacher. Um, it's just that first week back is so exhausting. And I know a lot of people who aren't teachers don't really feel bad for us because often we have the summer off and they're like, ah, you should be working. That's what some people say. But the first week back is always rough. And um, I'm filming this on a Thursday. So I have one day left of school, but I think it will go all right. Um, it's just a lot different. I am teaching all remote, all remote, meaning I don't have any students in my classroom. I know I'll be doing some live streams from my classroom at one time, at, uh, at one point, and I'll show you what my classroom looks like, but it's really small. They gave me a small classroom because I don't have to worry about social distancing. Uh, last year, both of my children were at my school, at my middle school, and I requested that they never have me for a teacher. And that worked out until everything turned upside down in the world, in the United States, because of that disease or illness that I won't say on this channel, so YouTube doesn't get mad at me. Uh, but now my son, because everything was mixed up at my school, all the teachers were mixed up last year. I had a team of teachers that I had been with for three years. Um, this year, my team is all different and all of my students are different. I was supposed to be teaching eighth grade this year. We do something at my school called looping. So I will get students in the seventh grade and I will be their teacher for two years. But because everything had to get mixed up 
or jumbled. I used that before. Sometimes when things get changed, we use that term jumbled. So now that everything is jumbled up, I'm actually teaching seventh graders. Last year, actually every year in my career, I taught English. This year, I am teaching English, but I'm also teaching social studies back in the seventh grade again. So for the last two years, I've been teaching seventh grade. Should have been teaching eighth grade this year. Doesn't really matter to me. But luckily, I get to see some of my students from last year in the classroom that I go into at lunchtime because I take over the classroom for a teacher who gets to have their lunch. So I will go in and like relieve them or they don't have to watch the children anymore. I come in there and guess who's in that room? It's my son. I never thought, I didn't want to be a dad and a teacher to him. And I'm not teaching him anything, but I have to be in the room. And luckily there, it's a great group of kids that are in that room. But you know, if I have to get on to somebody, meaning if I have to get mad at them or something because they're not doing what they're supposed to, they're causing a disruption, it could be embarrassing to my son. And today was the first day I was in there with him. But luckily, um, like most of the students from last year, or the students in that room mostly, are my students from last year and I know them and they're really good. So I don't think that'll be a problem. Um, so it, it's kind of cool that I get to see him a little bit more during the day. And I never wanted my children to get special treatment because I'm a teacher at the school, meaning um, they get to do things that other students don't get to do just because I'm their dad. Never wanted that, but it is handy because the students have to keep their masks on almost all day. And my student, uh, my son can now be one of the first students to leave at the end of the day. And he can come into my room and, and take his mask off. Also, I have like a lot of water bottle water in my room and it's kind of hard to get water at my school you wouldn't think it would be but we have about 500 students in the school only half of them are coming out of time now but still there's like one water fountain in the cafeteria they've shut off all of the other water fountains so that is special treatment i will definitely give him he came in during lunch to get a bottle of water in the middle of the day. That kind of special treatment, I, I really don't mind. I wish I could give all of the students water and it wouldn't be so hard for them to get out of the room and, and get water, but I hope that's something they'll fix in the future, water. It, that's something you should always have pretty readily. Readily is a good word to use with that. Having it readily, it means uh, handy, it means easy to get readily available. All right, so I, I hope that little bit of dialogue about my first week back to school was helpful to your English comprehension. Uh, exhausted is a word. I'm not sure if you've ever heard, but you can use it for really tired. And I could say that the first week back to school for a teacher is most often exhausting. Before we get out of here, if you're still watching, I want to give a shout out to all the channel members 
Thank you so much. It helps um, add new equipment to the channel. Gives me a little extra money on the side. I do appreciate that. I should have a video for members only about plot elements. I'm teaching that for my English class right now. And because I'm strictly remote, all of my videos or all of my lessons, excuse me, are with video. So I've been putting some of those out for members. There have been some government videos and this one on plot elements, really like English teachery terms, if I can use English teachery as an adjective. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time.